Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punk Ass. Punk Ass. Yeah. This is episode 71. Chris, it's episode 71, but this is probably our about 135 is how many we recorded. Like it matters. <laughs> this is SLC Punkcast. We are punk rock review and interview show, reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music, interviewing amazing people in the punk rock scene. You found us on iTunes or Google Play. You can also find us on Stitcher. Player FM and other places where podcasts can be found. And of course, on www.slcpunkcast.com. Dustin, they can find you on social media. At another punk SLC on Twitter and SLC Punkcast on Instagram and you Facebook. Can find me at SLC Punk Chris. I made my Instagram profile public today. Well, look or at yesterday. You. I did not know it wasn't public before. <laughs> All sorts of new stuff coming out here in October. Old-fashioned ideas still worth fighting for. October 20th, we're going to talk about that today and do an interview there, aren't we, Dustin? Yes, we have an interview with Old-fashioned Ideas, and it's uh, Gus. Right. One of the best interviews, man. That, we had a great time with Gus. He was fun. Sure did. Top Novel has Out of Order coming out October 20th. Savage Elite Concrete Beat with Split uh, album. Uh, it's a split with both of them. October 22nd, Behind the Bars. Uh, self-titled uh, October EP, 23rd yep. EP Direct hit Crown of Nothing That was originally slated for November 9th And that just dropped Like last they, week they, Like they oh just, shoot They just picked it up And fucking I threw it I pre-ordered it from Fat Records The vinyl And they just Dropped in my email Like here's your digital download like, Nice what? The Casualties Written in Blood October 26th So good the Blakes with Barfly single October 26th. The Complicators, it's a split with Empire Down on October 26th. The Revolts with the single Equator on October 26th. Anti-Lectual, The Invisible Hands meets The Visible Fist. It's a single October 30th. Chris, next episode is going to be What's New October. And a ton of those tracks just from that group right there that you named are going to be on that episode. Plus... Some of them that you're mentioning on this list are going to be on this episode. Tell us what's coming up in November. Uh, what's coming up in November is... God damn it. Did you not have your sheet open, Dustin? I did. I minimized it right before you, you said that because I was bitch. looking at something else. This is the kind of shit that gets us kicked off the... Oh, wait. doesn't matter. Chris, The Suck has Something to Do Music for Something to Do People Volume 3, which is a single. That's November 1st. Les Partisans with L'Important C'est de quoi. Stop fucking putting European bands on our fucking what's new list. <laughs> re-release. That's a re-release from 1997. That's going to be on November 1st. I bet it is. Fail to Follow, uh, Volume 2. That's Blood Code. And that's November 1st. Yes. Looking forward to that Fail to Follow. Drug Church with Cheer, November 1st. Sick of it all. Waking the Sleeping Dragon on November 2nd. Scarborough Wolves of the Radio on November 2nd. The Bare Minimum with Where the Buses Don't Come, November mm. 2nd. Sorry I Was Shit-Faced with Double Meat, No Cheese, November 6th. Swinging Utters, shit, they just released an album in August. They already have a split coming <laughs> out with Nothington. Keep putting shit out. Yeah, they have a split with <laughs> Nothington, two great bands there, November yeah, 9th. Sure. The Ratchets are coming out with First Light on November 9th. Devouring Mothers 
with Bot to Rot, November 9th. That's uh, like two or three people from Against Me, including Laura Jane Grace, uh, are in that band. Crim with Pare Nostre Que Estu a La Infrain. Yeah. That's November 9th. And Hi-Fi Ninja with the Tattered and Torn EP also on November 9th. Chris. Let us know what we missed because I'm sure there's something that your favorite band put out that maybe they're not our favorite band, so we missed it. Chris, what, you know what this is? This is your track for this week. play some crim. You just picked it. And you, why did you just pick it? Uh, you know what? We were listening to it, and it, it like we struck up a conversation. And just one of those songs that... I don't know if it's the arrangement of it. Just fucking made me start thinking about. Dustin and I are both enthralled with making of a mur- making a murderer. Is it making of a murderer or making a murderer? Making a murderer. Making a murderer on the fa- on the uh, on the old Netflix there, right. right? Both of us just absolutely enthralled with this shit, and I have no idea why. If you have any ideas and you want to talk to us about it, yeah. hit us up. But, yeah, Chris but, and I have spent way too much time today yeah. when we should be recording talking we about be, that. We should be getting ready. Hey, dude, they're doing two release parties for their new album, Dustin. It comes out November 9th. Uh, you just mentioned the name of it. I'm not going to. Par Nuestre Que Estu Alienfren. Well done. Uh, the first release party, 15 December in Antwerp at any port in a storm. And, of course, a release party, 29th of December in Barcelona. Oh, God, I've been in Barcelona on the 29th of December. Uh, at the Salsa Razzmatazz, too, Dustin. Nice. Chris, this is Juan Tornin Le Sirien. Serenes. Yeah. There's a video out for Pare Nostre Que Estu La Infirm. That's the title track. No. This- yeah, that's the, but that's the, the, yeah, that's what they got the music video for. Dude, look at this shit you can buy. This is solid. This song translates into because it was Juan Tornin les Sirenes. Uh-huh. When you return the sirens, and the name of the album translates into Our Father Who Are in Hell. Oh. All right. 
check out the album cover. It's a pretty cool album. It cover. is. It's it, dude. You can buy all their shit. Like they've got so many different options on buying records. Go to their Facebook page, uh, Crim Terragonia, and uh, check it out there. Such a good band, and uh, we had a great time seeing them in at Punk Rock Bowling. One of the best bands we saw there. All right, Chris, we got a new album coming out from the U.S. Bombs. Didn't we see them and, like, nobody... There wasn't many people there yet. Well, they were one of the first bands on the night we saw. Old Front Casuals and Agnostic yeah. Front. But there weren't many people there, but... We Not made, as many, but they we were made, great. We fucking d- d- skipped we out on... We left no effects early skipped to out make on no sure we didn't miss out on Krim. So, take that. Yeah. All right, there's U.S. Bombs with Riot Sirens. The, the new U.S. Bomb stuff's cool, man. Uh, it's coming out soon. Chris, they're on Slope Records. They're coming out November 23rd with Road Case, and this is track number one. You can get a pre-order this on single and a couple other tracks if you pre-order the album. You can already listen to them. So go check out U.S. Bombs. Go check out Slope Records. Chris. Bombs been around for a while, Dustin. A long time, man. They've been around quite a while. Uh, I got to see them in Germany. Nice. Fun band. That's cool to see U.S. Bombs in Germany. Oh, it's fucked up, dude. I don't mean like that. I mean, so you see like a up. big American band and you see them across seas. It could have been the same in somewhere else. Shit. <laughs> That, that's like how we got to see Krim, who, in my opinion, or Coxbar for me, a big European band, but I got to see him in the U.S., right? All right. So bands that I'm picking on this episode are all from Atlanta. This is Magoo's Heroes with the track Drink Up, You Bastards. It's off of Hub Rock Classics. <laughs> it's the only track on it because I believe it's a single, though it's not named the same. These guys have been around since 2008. But they released this track this year, March 23rd, 2018. Chris, check this out. Let me know what you think of Drink Up, You Bastards. Drink up, you bastards. 
Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo is the blind guy. Yeah. Is that what they're referring to on Magoo's Heroes? I assume so. <laughs> they're an American English boy pub rock outcast. A former hostile untribute act gone rogue. The shining light of truth on millionaires and trust funds. Seedsters alike. Nice. I like that track. Uh, but a lot of great Atlanta bands. This is at least the second time that I'm playing all Atlanta bands just because of so many cool bands. Antagonizers, like, are the first one that come out. DDC. Yeah, Drake yeah. Destroy Crew. There's some great ones. Queers. Right. All right, Chris. We're uh, we Like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, great interview with Gus, old, old-fashioned ideas about a week ago. Uh, awesome band. Love the new release. The new release still worth fighting for. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff with Gus. Uh, first up, Chris, what do we got? Sorry, I was just listening to music. It's Trouble, Trouble Ahead, Ahead, track number one. I was ready. I just was over here rocking, dude. Find them on, uh, you can buy all their stuff on Contra Records, Dustin. Yeah, Contra Records plays, uh, a lot, has a lot of great stuff that we enjoy, including at the beginning, Crim. Is, uh, if you're in Europe, get that album November 9th from Contra or get it from Pirates Press here. And special thanks to Pirates Press from us. That's why we're hearing it early. Yeah, we got all sorts of stuff from Pirates Press. Shout out. Thanks, guys. This is track number two off of Still Worth Fighting For. Like we said at the top of the show, October 20th, that's when Still Worth Fighting For came out. This is Let Them Know. They have a video for this. Uh, I like the saxophone playing in this. We talked about that in the interview, too. Uh, interview's coming up next.
now from old-fashioned ideas all the way in sweden gustav thank you for joining us here on the podcast oh thank you for having me we are always so happy to be able to talk to bands from well all over the world right and you know one thing that we've noticed dustin so much great punk rock in sweden yes we did a whole episode canada and sweden are the only episodes we've done where we dedicate an entire episode to bands from a specific country and and some people might just call canada america light but anyway sweden (laughs) stands out gustav what is it about sweden A, a relatively small nation but so many great bands what is it about sweden that makes it to where this happens well it's a it's a tough question we, we get to try out a lot of things when we're young you know when we're in school we get to um, try and play different um, instruments uh, and uh, someone always finds something they're good at and and it's so accessible so maybe it's easy even if you're not uh, like a, a virtuoso it's always accessible mm. i can get a guitar i can uh, put some chords together i can play the drums uh, fairly well let's start a band yeah, and it's it's fascinating, you know, Sweden, we, we, we talked earlier, I can't talk about Sweden without mentioning uh, my personal deity, Henrik Lundqvist, and, uh, you know, just everything that Sweden does, Dustin, they're good at. Right. Including furniture. Dominates the, the Winter Olympics, always up right. at the top, right? <laughs> they do skiing and shooting, Dustin. They ski around, they shoot targets, pick up their shit, and go to the next target. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake... If if we ever have a nuclear winter in this country, we just well fuck it. Hail to the king of Sweden. You know what I'm saying? 
There you go. <laughs> Which will be easy for me because it'll be Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> well, you have the Marine Corps, but our our water is always frozen, so we have to ski, man. Exactly. <laughs> our Marines will be like, "What's all this white shit?" And you guys will be just skiing around and shooting. I mean, fuck's sake, that's impressive. Speaking of impressive, the the amount of music that you guys put out, lots of LPs and EPs and splits. We talk to a lot of bands that do that that put out just a few tracks at a time, is is that something that you guys do purposefully, or is there some other grand design here? No, we haven't really thought about it very much ourselves, because it, the way we operate as a band, we live pretty far apart, and then we do long rehearsals. We have the two other guys are writing a lot of music, uh, because they're sitting at home, have nothing else to do, so they write a few songs, and then we put it all together. <laughs> maybe rework it a bit, but then it's going to be a couple of months until we see each other again. So it's better to rehearse for a long time and then book a studio because it's more fun to record and try to remember the stuff than just let let it die. How is it that the band came together then? You guys are living in, you know, distances from each other and clearly only able to get together every now and then. What brought old-fashioned ideas together? I moved to a bigger city in Sweden, and I met this guy, Per, the bass player and singer nowadays. Uh, and uh, we just talked about it. I had, I had another band on the side, and he asked me if I do you want to play drums with me and my old friend who lives... Uh, he didn't live in the same town, but they are from the same small uh, town uh, a bit up north mm-hmm. originally. So he asked me, maybe we want to get together and try something so we did and that led to like a eight hour rehearsal with uh, just writing songs and said yep now we're a band (laughs) (laughs) you guys are are very consistent so your your lps are releasing every other year right you got 2012 2014 2016 and then 2018 and even your first one was 2010 so is that a a consistent cycle are we going to get another new album in 2020 and i say this when your your new album is going to release tomorrow and it's not that i'm looking for the next one specifically because the, the new album's great i'm just curious on if you guys do have a set pattern that you're sticking to no 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 we really don't it, it's just um, it's just the circumstances because we've been around next year we started the band in 2009 uh, so the first album came in 2010. So we've been around for 10 years, and this is our fifth album. So it's like uh, our natural cycle, maybe, to put out... Uh, they didn't even know they were doing album. it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit, i got to come up with something here. I didn't even know we did that. <laughs> <laughs> and and every, every time, we've, it's not like we go into... The, we're trying to be unique as well if we're going to do a split album going to do a, a track for a compilation or anything we try to be unique so every time we record we do it uh, we do more songs than we need for an album so mm-hmm. we always have a couple of songs uh, to to give others to be try to be unique i think we're almost uh, every time on a compilation or a split we do uh, tracks that haven't been released and i like that a lot because uh, you have to buy more records to hear everything <laughs> right Speaking of being unique, Gustav, tell us about the uh, tell us about the saxophone. Yeah, that's a that's a nice new addition on this uh, album. It's uh, Niklas, the guitar player. He also plays in another Swedish band called Gotans Lag. 
and they oh. have the, done the saxophone for a lot of years and I have a really great guy playing so he we are, when we recorded our album we thought hey maybe we should do something with that because they have a good connection so we, we just uh, gave him the songs and he wrote his own uh, saxophone uh, he just freestyled it, recorded it, and sent it back to us, and it was uh, it was great. Oh, you said freestyle it, so he just he just fucking came up with that on his own kind of deal, just yeah, yeah, just jamming. He's a, he's, a, he's a great musician, that's so cool. <laughs> we, wow. we didn't have to do anything with that. <laughs> you're like you're better than us, just fucking you do the uh, you do the overlay here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I also have to mention we have a really talented uh, a woman we know. Um, from in the town where we started the band, she plays in ska bands. Uh, she's also a singer on the many of the tracks. She played the trumpet, so in like uh, uh, end of the day, you can hear uh, you can hear the trumpet uh, come in in the last uh, chorus as well. So we have a we have a whole brass section. <laughs> Chris Chris mentioned I that mentioned when we that were listening to it the other day. Dustin was like, "No, no, that's a sax," and I'm like. Oh, I think I'm right, but fucking, it's just. I show. must have just missed the trumpet. It's Dustin's but... fucking show, so I do whatever he says. <laughs> is is that the young lady that's on the cover of the uh, the album? No, 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 it's not. That's uh, that's another one, <laughs> another friend of ours. All right, well, tell us about your album covers because they they are very, I would say, stark. I mean, they they stand out. They're uh, you know, black and white uh, photos with a little bit of a, color, with a colored logo. Uh, very interesting looking album covers tell us about kind of the creation process uh in making those yeah the, it, you asked earlier about the consist, uh, consistency in our release pattern but <laughs> and that, that, that's not but 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 th- this is our only consistency we always try to have covers with punk women that we all we know all of that i think the first picture we just selected because um, it was a really cool picture from the 80s Mm. Uh, but but we know the the woman who took the picture in the 80s mm. and we asked her can we use it and we asked the girl on the picture can we use it and she said yeah of course she's not a punk anymore but she was flattered so <laughs> uh, but, that, but then on the all the other albums it's uh, like women we know who we have a connection with who we we think their appearance and uh, and the style could be cool to have on a cover so we asked them, do you, do you want to be a, on the cover? Can you take some pictures? And uh, then we then we just run with it. Then we had a great designer for our, our first album. So we tried, and even when we changed the designer later, asked him, can you please keep the, the gist of the design? Mm-hmm. Do your own thing, but keep the, keep the feeling of it. So. Well, they did very well because, you know, you can see the difference between the the first one we're in the shit together up until what you guys are using now so it is similar or resembles but definitely different and I, they, I like they it. each stand on their own right but you can tell who the band is and you know it's it's part of branding right I, I, as well yeah, yeah we have we haven't thought about it in the in the branding sense but uh, but of course it is it is uh, but it's it's like a nice consistency we like to have. It's right. it's pretty cool when you have them all lined up. How do we get all of your back catalog? What is the best uh, steps if I wanted to go ahead and just buy everything? Where am I going? I don't really know how much uh, Contra have in their uh, in their uh, distro, but I think they have almost everything. Like uh, me and Dustin said earlier, it it's only the first and second, and now the fifth uh, full length album that's on CD. Mm-hmm. 
the third and the fourth, uh, they didn't have uh, the opportunity to to go, get a good CD deal. But it's uh, it's nice to have it on CD because it's easier to send to like United States. Right. Other but than of course just downloading what, it, right? I mean that's yeah, digital. Yeah, if you want though, everything's on Spotify. So right. But if you want that actual material, you got to do a little bit of work sometimes. I, I yeah, like getting yeah. it though, especially when you guys put album covers like you put together. Yeah, yeah. When it's uh, when it's it, thought out and it's yeah. Because we've talked before about vinyl covers because of their size, they're more of a piece of art, especially when a band puts the effort into something so cool like your guys' design. So it'd be really awesome to display all of those vinyl covers. You get like little. Yeah, I, I'm glad you like it. I, I I think the exact same way because I I have a couple of shelves above my my stereo system and my my favorite albums goes up there but, mm. but of course i'm vain so i have tried to just fill the shelves with the, our <laughs> <laughs> you know they our make bass player did the same oh. and the girl he was living with and she just what the fuck have you done <laughs> you egotistical bastard <laughs> i mean they, they've got them at ikea so you guys got them <laughs> <laughs> He's like motherfucking Americans. Uh, no, they're just like little. They're like a little L-shaped. They're little tiny L-shaped thing. And you That's what we need to put right here in these open yeah. spaces. And you can put the album. They just kind of lean in them. They, they look pretty cool. You know, just, uh, I have to mention on the same subject. Uh, without saying too much, if you're trying to listen to a lot of things that we have done, like B-sides and uh, mm -hmm. compilation tracks and all of that. Maybe just hold up, hold out until next year. Maybe you'll get the opportunity to hear them in one place. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> I was noticing Malmo. Is that where you live? You live in Malmo, Sweden? No, actually, we we, we started the band in Malmo, but okay. now and then two of us were living there. But now none of us are living there. But we're still considered a Malmo band. Ah. <laughs> I was well. I, I was curious. It's across the straits there from Copenhagen. Is yeah. is there much of a punk scene in Denmark? There is a punk scene, uh, but uh, like uh, like the Swedish scene, it's not maybe as active as you would think. Because there's a lot of great bands both in Copenhagen and in uh, Malmo and Sweden, but maybe it's not as uh, many gigs as you would like to think. But there are a lot of bands. There are a lot of things happening recording wise, but maybe not. Uh, uh, with uh, promoters and uh, as much as you want to happen because i mean copenhagen is a great town it's a it's a big city compared to swedish towns compared to malmo copenhagen is very big but uh, maybe it's not as much as you would like to think there is uh, do you tour much in scandinavia or is it localized to sweden where is it that you guys do a lot of your touring when you do go out on tour germany 90 five percent germany i would say nice a lot of bands here in the states do the same thing and and we are told over and over and even bands from the uk dustin that have talked to us right that you get treated like a just a rock star in germany <laughs> we don't <laughs> they're like you're just some fucking local band from sweden yeah <laughs> oh so much that we're not exotic anymore we're just oh it's those guys again <laughs> oh you guys took a fucking boat this time huh <laughs> <laughs> 
what is the draw then for Germany for you guys? What, why Germany? The thing is, it's compared to Sweden again. It's uh, it's such a big country with so many people mm. and so many people burning for um, who are really into the punk scene and a lot of DIY and it's starting to get the, the, the DIY labels have become bigger and uh, there's always a crowd. I mean, it doesn't matter what village you're booked to play in. Mm. There's always a crowd, always people liking the music. So it, it's a pretty easy choice. Do I go to uh, play a gig in a village in Sweden where we're going to play for the sound technician or are we going to play in uh, maybe a medium-sized town in Germany and have a full house with people who are loving the music. It's a, right. it's a great country to play in. Any, any plans on, uh, on coming to the States in the near future? If you buy the plane tickets, we're there. <laughs> Is that all we have <laughs> to do? <laughs> you you want to talk about playing a show just for a sound engineer? How about for two assholes in a basement? <laughs> <laughs> like, the deal we always... Um, put forward is like if you take care of the travel costs and provide us with food beer and some place to sleep then then we're booked it's uh, not harder <laughs> than he, that he just <laughs> fucked up and doesn't realize it i know right <laughs> the wheels are already turning like all right how do we make this happen dustin has stopped working on the interview and now is on his computer making plans <laughs> To see it. it's it's a, it's a dream to go uh, to the states and play and maybe uh, Canada or a- anywhere over over the big sea. Uh, yes, but uh, it's not uh, often. It's not doable because there's uh, yeah. The, the, of course, the the difficulty in making it uh, well, making it work financially. Right, it's expensive. Canada. Right, yeah, it's fucking it's, expensive. Well, you wouldn't want to play in Canada because we call that the Europe of North America. Yeah, and you've already done fun. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Canada so much because you know I, I have family there, and I've always uh, been very kindred to Canada. So, to our Canadian listeners, you know I'm kidding. I love you. Hey, hey, Canada is very forward thinking. I just saw this morning that uh, Joey Shithead was elected to the the Barnaby City Council, I think is what it was, in Canada. You're fucking kidding. Not fucking kidding. You said Joey Shithead of DOA. Do we have to call him, like, Your Honor Shithead now? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, man. Of course, it's it's a dream to go and play there. But um, so if if you know any promoters or someone who wants to pay the plane ticket, just uh, tell us. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sir. Yeah, we're we're working on that already. Figure that out. (laughs) Oh, nice. What are some influences to your to your band? That, that, that's the bad thing of, about interviewing the drummer. <laughs> I only go boop pop boop pop boop pop. So 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 in that case, polka you know music what? is that is sounds influence. really good though. <laughs> I like the boop bop boop bop in the in the album. <laughs> oh, but, but if I if I just mention some um, some things I I think uh, when I I'm asked that question. Uh, like uh, Pad, our uh, vocalist, uh, our lead vocalist and bass player, he likes Motorhead a lot. Wow. Uh, and uh, I remember I played my our first album for my father-in-law, and he said, yeah, it's, it's just like Motorhead. Well, it's not, but he thought so, so it was a good review. <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead sold a few albums worldwide. I, I would take yeah, that. I've, I've heard of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did all right for themselves, I would say. 
No, but it, it's difficult about the influences because uh, I don't know what the other... We, we, we live so far apart, we mm. don't uh, listen to the same music at the same time, so it's really difficult for me to say that, but... Well, what, what do you listen to then, uh, Gustav, as, as far as well, pop rock goes? Well, I listen to, uh, like, you know, pre-recorded drum tracks going book, book, uh -huh. book, 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 book. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much that. Just <laughs> fucking, just constant drumming in your head. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, right now, I mean, I've, I, I wouldn't say I've moved away from listening to a lot of punk music but it's like the the punk rock i mostly like now is by chance american because we played with a lot of american bands uh, like uh, concrete elite and hard knocks and all of that and yeah both I like very good noise uh, yes i also go back i i listen to a lot of rancid and bad religion and stuff like that because uh, when i was younger i was only listening to english punk i didn't care about uh, the american mm. punk but now Elitist. Later in life, so to speak, I've been more and more influenced by uh, by American music uh, and uh, also the other European bands, but Swedish bands are great as well. But it, it, it's so hard to name drop because it, nowadays I'm like a lazy Spotify shuffle. <laughs> Just whatever came across. Yeah, that sounded all right. What yeah, was no, that? Oh, good. shit. On to the next song. Fuck it. I like to do that, though. I will get on my Spotify. I'll pick something that I want to listen to and then I let it just start doing what Pandora used to do, right. you know, spit out that random, and then when I hear something, like, oh, what's this? Pull it up, like, oh, cool, you hey. know, and I make note uh, of the things I do like. You, you saved that Pandora used to do. So you're well, I don't listen to Pandora anymore. <laughs> it could do that still. I've, I've moved past Pandora years I've been, ago. I've been listening to Pandora because I'm stuck in, like, fucking 2005. Well, Pandora, last I listened, Pandora, are, are we cycles. talking about the Euro Disco group? <laughs> From Sweden. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Go. Don't mind me. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, we love Euro disco. Fuck yes. yeah. We just turn on some Russian fucking trance music. You know, we love that shit too. Um, no, the, the 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 application Pandora. The one that was pre Spotify. Okay, okay. I I'm uh, I'm not. Uh, so used to the computer thing that I know what that is. Oh, so gotcha. You're in the same boat. It's essentially me. the same thing, but Thank I think... Thank you for inviting me to the Salt Lake City Euro Disco. <laughs> yes! It was really fun. <laughs> My next door neighbors, I gotta tell this story. My next door neighbors, they are way into the techno scene. That's his thing. He's a nice, great guy, great couple, really nice people. Everybody, nobody's perfect, Dustin. Sure. Right? We all have our right. flaws. I have mine, yeah. One night, I'm driving down to park my car in the garage, and him and his, his girlfriend are standing outside, and they are dressed to the nines. I mean, they are wearing... If you could imagine in your head right now what techno people wear to techno festivals, that's what they were wearing. Glow lights. <laughs> that's what I picture. He had on the short shorts. <laughs> She had on a fishnet top with um, electrical tape X's over her nipples. And I just pulled up and kind of looked over. And they kind of both looked at each other real quick like, oh, no, somebody has seen us. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled down my window. And I go, hey, you guys call an Uber? <laughs> and he go, looks right at me and goes, are you Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're waiting for their Uber. Fucking going to their festival. Like the next day I saw him and I'm like, hey, man. How was it? And he was like, it was really, really good. I was like, that's fucking great, you know. 
Hey, support your scene, right? Whatever that scene yeah. might be. Euro disco, <laughs> fucking techno, do a bunch of MDMA and fucking twirl around glow lights. Fuck it. Now I, I just have to tell you, I was, oh. uh, I was thinking about uh, Salt Lake City, what I know about Salt Lake City. And a, a friend of mine reminded me, we used to watch the film Salt Lake City Punk uh, when we were younger. Mm -hmm. So so like now I just fast forwarded through it uh, before the interview uh, on YouTube. And I found about uh, the part when they go to Wisconsin to buy beers. In Wyoming. The, in the great state. Wyoming, yeah. In the great state of Wyoming, we were fucking aliens. And that's what, <laughs> that's what I saw now when you saw the techno people. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are the aliens now, man. Yes. Oh, I love them. They, they, I'll tell you what. I've been invited, and I just I respectfully declined. I don't know yeah. if a concert t-shirt blue jeans and and no hair fucking quite fits their genre yeah you'd probably stick out you'd i'd be the like alien. A fucking alien they'd yeah. be like what's wrong with that fucking guy over there take your pants off already <laughs> <laughs> just a big fucking orgy they don't know where to uh, attach the you know self-glowing dreadlocks when they don't have any hair <laughs> All right, so we're talking about the scene, you know, and th that was the techno scene specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so to get away from the techno scene. Yeah, let's get the fuck away from it. Yeah. I feel dirty. Please, let's, let's. <laughs> you told us about some punk bands that you listen to. We've done an episode of Swedish punk bands. Who are some Swedish punk bands that we should be listening to? The first thing that comes to mind is uh, Gotans Lag. Uh, that's the best thing there is. They're, they've been around for many years and they're, if no one uh, gets alcohol poisoning, they probably will be around for a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only uh, do music in Swedish, but uh, around Europe it's extremely popular, uh, popular even though no one understands what they're saying. It's like it we, in Sweden, we also listen to a lot of European bands singing Germany or Italian or uh, Spanish or anything. It, it, it's yes. like uh, the feeling is more important. So if you don't mind uh, listening to the Swedish language, Gotans Lag is the number one pick, uh, all categories, absolutely. Excellent. I, I am familiar with them. I think maybe we should play them on an upcoming episode. We're actually doing an episode specific. More Sweden. Yes. Well, it's specific <laughs> to non-English punk bands so yeah, yeah, okay. meaning that right. all the lyrics oh, oh, coming singing, out yeah, yeah that we talked we've been talking about that yeah so we have one that we're going to put together that's going to be all bands that are singing in some other language besides english and so that's a good one to include there yeah absolutely people ask us all the time we have done like one ep in swedish and a lot of people in Sweden are saying, yeah, that's the best thing. You should always sing in Swedish. But it's so fucking hard to write lyrics. It's so much easier when you've been growing up with music sung in English. It's mm. it's so much easier. It's so much, uh, you have a, a, another distance to it. It's easier to write the lyric in English because it's not that personal, maybe. Yeah. Who do we play? Acid Blood and uh, City Saints. Perkily. Oh. Perkily. Wait, what was it? How do you say it right? I believe it is Perkele, but let's Perkele, have Gustav right? tell us. Gustav, he probably how do you knows. say it? In Swedish, you say Perkele, oh, but fuck. Uh, it's uh, it's really a Finnish word. It's a Swedish band, but the name oh, means like fuck in Finnish. Well, then okay. so just say Finnish, fuck. Maybe it sounds like a bit more like Perkele. Uh. In Swedish, you just say Perkele. <laughs> it's like walking through Ikea <laughs> on the job. Yeah, that's, that's it. 
Cla- classic, uh, classic uh, Swedish band. They're, they're, they're great. Yeah. Radio 69, the, the Baboon Show. I thought they were German, Dustin. No, they play oh. all over Europe. They're pretty big. Oh, yeah. Baboon Show. That's like an arena band in Germany, man. They're, we, we, we opened for them yeah. uh, in a festival in Munich a couple of years ago. That was – we played first and they played last, of course. And they were <laughs> – they fucking lifted the roof of that arena. Wow. It was, no, not an arena. It was an indoor festival, but it was like a big venue. Right. Our biggest venue we've ever played. And Baboon Show just uh, – Tore, tore the, the roof floor. off the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, Perkele played the same night. They were uh, support uh, in in front of Baboon Show. So oh, it was awesome night. It was our biggest gig we've ever done <laughs> was with those bands. Uh, Prince Carl, we played them. Yeah. Raised Good Fist, one. Randy, Puke. Yeah. Puke. I, got to, I, got to, I just ran into somebody online. Uh, Existence, uh, Battle Scarred. Melancholy. Yes. Right? Melancholy, yeah. Yeah, everybody knows them. They're fucking pretty big, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Refuse, the Rude Kids, the Knockouts, Finnegan's Hell, and Roxette. <laughs> that was that was the non-punk. Yeah. At, the, at the end of all of our episodes, we play a guilty pleasure, so we decided to throw one non-punk song at the very end of that episode. That's my justification for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dead silence over there in Sweden. Yeah. They just lowered the flag to half-fucking-mast. <laughs> It's just that I I I should uh, I, I should be better updated and I should have better knowledge about all these bands. I of course I re- recognize names, but I don't have enough knowledge to really talk about so many yeah. bands. Oh no! Well, yeah, you know so- City Saints. You guys have done a split with City Saints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're a great band. I uh, yeah, they're they're a great band. And uh, the only guy I I know in that band is the singer Stefan, and he's uh, they, they they're also uh, like us. They have the uh, a, a big scene in Germany because it's uh, there's so much more people in Germany. It's easier to get gigs and uh, and uh, do tours there. In Sweden, it's like if it's a club and it's on then it's on a Friday or a Saturday, and that's the only thing you can do. But in Germany, you can play uh, any weekday and you can uh, do a tour, a real tour. In Sweden, that's not possible. It's kind of that way here in Salt Lake. You know, you can get, uh, for sure on the weekend, you can get a a, a good turnout. And then maybe Thursday, because it's close to the end of the week. But we've gone to some shows on a Monday or a Tuesday and maybe even a Wednesday night. And it is maybe a couple more people than just the sound technician. But it's pretty, pretty open there. Yeah. And, of course, in between every song I mentioned, a New York Ranger who is from Sweden. Oh, yeah, during that episode that we did. Yeah, the Swedish punk episode. <laughs> God bless. God, I love my Swedish players. Gustav, we've got a yeah. question for you, sir. Our last question yeah. of the show. What is a guilty pleasure for you musically? What's something that you listen to that you love and enjoy that is definitely not punk rock? Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. Oh, nice. It's a good yeah. fucking hey. answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, in my car. I have uh, all his. Uh, I have Gaslight Anthem CDs as well, but his solo CDs. That's like uh, my go-to music, and when I'm driving. <laughs> Very cool. We can find Old Fashioned Ideas on Facebook at Old Fashioned Ideas on Instagram at Old Fashioned underscore Ideas, and of course their YouTube channel Old Fashioned Ideas. Check that out. You can go on Spotify and and, and Bandcamp and all the regular places and find stuff, and of course. You can buy the albums on Contra Records. Yes. And I'd like to thank you so much for joining us, Gustav. 
Oh, thank you guys. It was an pl- absolute pleasure. And it was. God bless Sweden. And thank you so much for your time. I'll tell uh, Peter Forsberg you said hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good old Uncle we Pete, right? He's we your uncle. We're not related. We all know each other over here. Oh, <laughs> is that what it, it's such a small nation. Everybody knows everybody. Well, in that case, yeah. tell Henrik Lundqvist to call me. <laughs> Dustin, let's play some music. Let's do. Thanks again to Gus. Thanks again to everybody in Old Fashioned Ideas. That's a great album. Go get it. Go get it off Contra Records. You can go to the Bandcamp page like we talked about. Uh, It's really good. We played another track, different episode. Chris, we're going to do some older or lesser known bands. This one is under the This is lesser known. Lesser known, huh? That's what you're going to go with. That's what I'm going with, I think. Okay, well, explain why you picked The Warriors. The Warriors are an American hardcore band originally from Tehachapi, California, Dustin. That's just east of Bakersfield on, um, what, 41 or something like that. I forget the highway. Anyways, this song is featured, Dustin, on the Netflix series uh, Devil, Daredevil. Ah, are you into Daredevil right now? No. I haven't seen a single one. I saw, I think, the first season, and they made Daredevil into, like, uh, a complete moron who couldn't do anything on his own and needed everybody else's help, and I thought, now I'm out. So I haven't watched any since. It's a bit 
bit too long of an origin story then, huh? Yeah. Like, that dude just got his ass kicked nonstop, and if it wasn't for the people around him, that dude would be dead. For yeah. Sure. So, not a great superhero in my opinion. They didn't make do a good job with that one. Chris, this, let's listen to a little bit of the This song, strike. The Price of Punishment, can also be found on the video game Far Cry 5 and Steep. There's another Warriors, Dustin, originally from uh, Southeast Kent, Great Britain, right? Yes. Band came out of the ashes of The Last Resort and have a history tied to Roy and the guys in The Last Resort and Coxbar and Argy Bargy and the East End Battles and the list goes on. That's who I thought Chris was picking originally. It was. But then I somehow stumbled upon a band from Tehachapi, so I went with it. Well, Chris, I have two maybe lesser-known bands from Atlanta we're going to play. One of them you can hear going on right now. That is Rotten Stitches. They're out on Crowd Control Media. This was released August 10th of 2016. The track is called No World Order, which is track number two off of the album No World Order. Rotten Stitches. That's a good guitar solo right there. I like the sound. It's a cool band. Rotten Stitches from Atlanta. Chris, one more band from Atlanta for my older, lesser known. This is older, or lesser known rather. This is The Breaks, singing The Breaks off of the album The Breaks. Yes.
That was released January 2017. What's that? I'm pretty sure we've played that on the podcast before. We have not, Chris. We have not played the breaks yet until now. Chris, we're going to move on to great cover-to-cover albums. What'd you pick? Okay, so hold on. I'm doing something different here. All right, right? tell me what you're doing. Hold on. Let me get my notes. I got show notes, Dustin. While you get your show notes together, let's listen to a little bit of this track. Hold on a sec. My mind is shut up and my own thoughts are gone I change the channel, I change my mind I change my life, I wanna leave it all behind Cause I don't have a mind on my own I've been moved by everything that I've Dustin. seen before you go on, Chris, just so you know, I just checked. We haven't played that break song yet. Okay. And <laughs> so you know I checked to make sure we hadn't played this strung out album yet. We hadn't. Because I checked uh, your I work you too. Because I checked and then you checked. We all check when it's Chris's pick. Yes, because Chris doesn't always look at those things. I do always. Strung out from Simi Valley, California, from 1989. Dustin... I am going to, over the next few weeks, be playing 90s punk, 90s skate punk. Okay. Okay, so this album came out in 1998, Dustin. Just a year we graduated, Just a a few months before our high school graduations, or a few weeks, is it, indeed. Yeah, May 5th, 98. Um, I went with tracks. I got to get to my other show notes. I got show notes all over the fucking show, Dustin. I like it. Hold on. Chris is actually doing some production of his own. I'm working on this shit. I'm trying to bring you, the people who listen to this podcast, more. Dustin, bassist Jim Cherry died after this album was created. Right. And so what I did was I picked the three songs that he is solely credited in writing. Okay. So there's a couple others that he wrote. But the rest of the band did the music too, and there's a couple others that he co-wrote. These are the three that were solely his songs. So I thought it'd be a nice little little shout out to Jim Cherry, who died of a kind of a heart issue. Well, that was track number one, or sorry, track number four. Track four is mine and my own. Yeah. Then we should be playing just like me. Yep. This is track number thirteen. And then finally, we'll finish up with Ultimate Devotion, which I think might be my favorite. Now, Jim Cherry is the bassist, so we should probably have some pretty good bass riffs in these, you'd think, right? Yeah. Let's check out from Strung Out 1998, just like me. Yeah. 
Dustin, you're a big fan of Strung Out. I do like Strung Out. I wasn't as familiar with this particular album, though. Okay. But I do like, like I Love said, Sex. more of a just trying to find a... Over they have the a next, different sound. Their sound has evolved. Right. Over the next few weeks, a few months, Dustin, I'm going to be really heavy on 90s punk. Okay. 90s skate punk. For great cover-to-cover cover or just in general? For the great cover-to-cover cover albums. That's actually a good question. <laughs> so I'll be doing, I'll be switching my guilty pleasures up too here to 90s grunge. Wow. Eventually. 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 We're still a couple weeks away from that. Alright, this is Ultimate For now, Devotion. The, the last Jim Cherry written completely on his own prior to his passing uh, strung out song is Ultimate Devotion. Fucking cool song, man. One of my favorite strung out songs, though. Can you, can you tell it's 90s punk? Yes. You know what I mean? Just the, the, the way that it, it's put together, right? Well, they were definitely regular with Warp Tour, which is consistent oh, yeah. with the 90s punk band. They're one of the first signed bands to Fat Records. I think they've done most, if not all, their releases on Fat Records. That, the drums doing that one too, huh? Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. All right, that was Strung Out. My pick is a band from Atlanta, The Hanging Judge. We played them not too long ago. I a track say. from this album, which was Hang 'em High, yes. and Chris picked on an episode to how we played Pawns, the election version. Yes. And it's only an EP, and I decided, since I'm playing other bands from Atlanta, I was only going to play one track from this album, even though it is a great cover-to-cover EP. So definitely check out The Hanging Judge. But they released a single this year as well. So we're going to play two tracks by them, but from different albums. Isn't The Hanging Judge the ones made up of different guys from different bands? Yeah, they're from Atlanta because they're featuring current and ex-members of the Queers, Antagonizers ATL, DDC, Patriot, Adolf, and the Piss Artists, and more. And those first three I named are very big, very prominent Atlanta bands. Absolutely. Patriot is from North Carolina, I believe, though. Oh, okay. Uh, This is Not Alone. It's track number two. And this was released June 8, 2017. Never tell a lie 
All right, Chris, that was Not Alone. Hang them high. We're going to play the single, 9 to 5. That came out. Working 9 to 5. What a way to make a living. I don't think it's a cover. Uh, this one came out last year, October 20th, 2017. It's not Dolly Parton? No, this is not Dolly Parton. <laughs> it's a cool track, though. Okay. I'm a big fan of, of The Hanging Judge. That EP is cool. Obviously, all those bands these guys came from are all great bands. And if you put great guys from great bands together, you're going to get another great band. Right. Any friends of ours out there that are in bands, anybody who's been on our show, if you need some brute vocals on some of your albums coming up, Chris and I are right there to go, we whoa! Can... whoa! So fucking good at it, Dustin. <laughs> We've done it a few times on the air. Uh, 95! 95! What a way to make a living! Alright, Chris. Uh, Hanging Judge, another great Atlanta band. We're going to jump over to Guilty Pleasures. What'd you pick? Finishing up some outlaw country over the next couple weeks here, Dustin. And I like old Charlie Daniels. Did the uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia song. And Chris picked a different track, not Devil Went Down to Georgia. No, I went long-haired country boy. Is that what you wish you were? (laughs) Well, I just thought that it was good, kind of like this, that outlaw sense, yes, that... He's talking about getting stoned in the morning and drunk in the afternoon. Alright, I hate to interrupt, but I need we need to create some sort of a bridge between me playing tracks like The Hanging Judge into your fucking outlaw country. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I to go it. from The Hanging Judge 9 to 5 right into Long Haired Country Boy. My, my brain's not wrapping what, around I'll it. I'll tell you right. <laughs> I got two more weeks. Of of uh, 
outlaw country. Okay. And then I'm going grunge. Is that is that better? That sounds good. All right. I'm trying to fucking get, share with you my guilty pleasure. And I appreciate it. I You've done it over you, a while. What I, I'm saying is I just I need to create some realize. sort of space in between. I don't, it's a terrible transition. I don't know if you realize that I'm probably making myself look bad in our community. It probably. I hope everybody knows and you're aware you're listening close enough to the show to know all the outlaw country picks with Chris's. <laughs> it's certainly a guilty pleasure. Uh, it's what I listen to when I'm ice fishing. Okay. Does it attract a fish? I think so. <laughs> I think Johnny Cash does. Okay. And I'm not even partially joking right there. <laughs> oh, well, tell us about Charlie Daniels. Why is he on this list? Why'd you pick this track? Well, he's just, you know, he's a unique guy. He, uh, I don't have any, like, data on him fucking getting arrested. Well, you talk about all these other ones. You had stories about everybody else and why you pick certain tracks. There's nothing on this. You just randomly threw Charlie Daniels, long-haired country boy, on this episode. Well, I, I didn't want to just play The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's again. common. I get that. I, it, it's like the common one. and you That know, tells a story. What story is this one telling? Well, it's it's just kind of like a, a, a big middle finger to, to, to society not accepting the fact that these guys in the 70s, they... They wore, had long hair. They wore the big fucking... You've seen the, the sequin outfits. Just kind of this over-the-topness of these guys in the 70s. And um, this guy was, you know, doing fucking Dylan songs. He was, he was playing on Bob Dylan, dude. You know, just, just, just protest songs uh, and things like that. So it's, you know, it's just kind of... He fits into that realm. I don't have any specific... Like, he shot a guy's stories, like I said. Um, you know, I've seen him on... He didn't get arrested for cocaine possession or selling or whatever? <laughs> you know, uh, no. Are you saying that he was just smarter than those guys that did, or he wasn't let's, doing let's it? Let's be honest. He was, you know, he's, he's kind of gone back and forth, like, politically and stuff like that. But, it, you know, Freedom honestly, of thought. It's all right. He, yeah. He's just kind of like one of them good old boy guys. And again, I don't have any great stories other than just the attitude of it and, and that this guy was writing protest songs with Bob Dylan. It's not cool. a bad fucking little background, right? I good mean, enough, man. We're going to move on to my guilty pleasure. I went to a little uh, rap. You know, because uh, there's, Not there's a handful rap. of rap groups that Dustin, I, I, I like. Dustin, do you know how many rappers are named Chris? Right? Not many. Luda! Luda! Hi, this is Luda Chris. He's from Atlanta. Moved there when I think he was nine years old yes. from Champaign, yes. Illinois. I'm actually a fan of Ludacris uh, as a person. I think he's great. All around. I do too. Like, like more so than as an artist. I like have learned, uh, you know, over the years, whether it be some kind of rap documentary or just, you know, inside the music stuff, learning about Luda, right. a young man named Chris. Right. Um, just him as a person, I, I really like. I do too. I've been waiting to play him again when uh, I was playing Atlanta bands again for my guilty pleasure. This track is Pimpin' All Over the World. came out December 7th, 2004 on his album 
the red light district. And this is a deep track. It's 13. Even though I think it was a single, but still it was track 13. Excellent rapper, great linguist. Yeah. And lyricist. Able I like to, his delivery. Yes, very. He'll do the quick stuff, but then he'll bend notes. Right. Very fucking smart. So let's know a little bit of this before we wrap it up. And how the colors coordinate with your clothes from your manicured nail to your pedicured toe. Oh, yeah. The fancy cars, the women and the caviar. You know who we are. You hear the song, so dance. Don't always think I'm trying to get in your pants. Cause see me, my pimpin's in 3D. I'm taking you places you only see on TV. Trying to show you how you live in this trife. How many guys you know could bring the travel channel to life? One day we on the Autobahn swerving, Dusty. driving. Next day we in the sun on the Virgin Islands. It's an interesting story I did not know about. Okay. Pepsi pulled their um, backing of Ludacris um, when Bill O'Reilly at Fuckface um, called for boycott a Pepsi product. This is in 2002 because Ludacris disrespected women. Um, so Pepsi fired Ludacris and hired Ozzy Osbourne. What? Yeah, people don't know about fucking old Ozzy. Like, I should say they know old Ozzy, but not young Ozzy. Right. Right? So... Then Pepsi was kind of like, oops, and they end up giving $3 million to Ludacris' foundation. Yeah, that was a poor choice on Pepsi's part. Right? Shouldn't and be letting people like Bill O'Reilly dictate uh, your back. Make those choices O'Reilly on O'Reilly was big. God, I fucking hate that guy. He's always been a, just a prickish, arrogantish cocksucker. And then it fucking comes out that he's been fucking, like, sexually harassing everybody. He's a fucking piece of shit, dude. Just a cocksucker. Well, Chris, that's an episode. You can find these bands where? On Twitter, you can find Krim at Krim Punk Rock. At the U.S. Bombs, at Magoo's underscore Heroes, at Rotten Stitches, at Hanging Judge ATL. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. I'm at another Punk SLC. Not Luda Chris. Punk Chris. <laughs> On Instagram. Luda's my boy. At Crim Punk Rock. At U.S.Bombs. Yeah, boom. At Old Fashioned underscore Ideas. At Rotten Stitches. At the Breaks Atlanta. At the Hanging Judge ATL. Chris is... At SLC Punk Chris. I'm at... Or we are anyway, but I, I, I run it. SLC Punk Cast. And Chris on Facebook. We have at Crim Tarragona. At US Bombs. At Magoo's Heroes. At Old Fashioned Ideas. At Rotten Stitches. At The Breaks Atlanta. At The Hanging Judge. At Charlie Daniels Band. At Ludacris. Luda. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. And we are at SLC Punk Cast. Dustin, when I saw the US bombs, the lead singer fucking put his head under this German girl's fucking dress when he pulled her up on stage. 
Nice. And she got all freaked out about it and pushed his head out. He fucking pulls out. He fucking pinches his nose like her fucking pussy stuff. Oh, man. He probably thought of that ahead of time, like... Whichever way it goes, I oh, have yeah. a reaction plan out. I'm either eating pussy, yeah, or I'm fucking saying it stinks. Right. And he kept like taking his fucking mic and wrapping it around his arm and fucking like smacking it into his arm like he was using drugs. Oh. Like he was using smack. Okay. It was a fucking crazy show. Hey, Luda! Shout Luda. out! Shout out to Ludacris. We love you. Chris, play the fucking outro. <laughs> <laughs>